0: You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat, smiley face. Was I supposed to say that? Yep. Oh. Or was yep. I supposed to act that out?
1: Hello and welcome to the China Shop. Step right in, come one, come all. The doors are wide open today. We're inviting everybody inside. Welcome, welcome. I'm Shopkeeper Dan and with me as always is Kyle, creator of FinancialIneptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? I am fantastic. Ooh, fantastic. Uh, I like to hear that. Yeah. You have a good week? Yes, I did.
0: (laughs) We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show news.
1: Uh, sounds like somebody's
0: really beginning to enjoy Jersey Shore. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 I actually really enjoyed this last episode, and you'll find out about that here, too, <laughs> in a few minutes. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, come,
1: on, come on inside the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against the rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We are here to smash our way into a complete set of fine china, sharing our ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our Knowledge Center on FinancialIneptitude.com. we got a lot of great stuff on there, a lot of definitions, a a lot of the basics. Uh, You can also give our beginner trading episode a listen. We've got uh, Comedians Getting Invested with Eddie Pence. We've got Dr. Han's episode, both good places to start. But the best place to be, uh, in our humble opinion, Mm -hmm. is on our Discord server. Kyle and I are on there just about every day. Uh, It's really just an awesome place to be. We're we're always posting uh, what we're trading. What we're looking at uh, got other people on there doing the same thing. It's it's just a it's just great great place to be.
0: And it's just it's growing too, and it's, yeah, it's becoming an awesome place.
1: Yeah, it's getting better and better by the day. Yeah, uh, and and when when you do join the server, make sure to send us a private message or email with uh, with your home mailing address so we can send you a smash it yourself mug straight from the shop. We're just really glad you're here. We we have a lot of fun. Always better with friends. All right, Kyle, that brings us up to some show news. What do we got going on here in the show? What's new?
0: All right, well, we have uh, we got an email from some people over at Changebridge Capital that wanted to uh, reach out, said they liked our show. So we've actually scheduled them for a couple interviews. The uh, First one of those will be coming up at the end of this month. Oh, wow. Um, let's see, what is that? That's June 30th? Is when that should air? Oh wow! Yeah, so it's our first chance to talk to somebody who actively manages an ETF. So we're really looking at looking forward to talking to them about how they pick their stocks, uh, the process of running an ETF. Uh, just uh, it's going to be a lot of interesting stuff to learn on that one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just spoke to those guys on the phone. They are they had they they run two ETF ETFs. They have two funds mm-hmm. that they run, and yeah, it's it, they they want. Yeah, they reach out to us, which is yeah. amazing. Who, yeah. who reaches out to us? I know. <laughs> uh, they like the show. Uh, yeah, they want to come on and talk about how they run an ETF. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a kid in a candy store. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> of course, yes, please. I'd love to have that conversation right now. Thank so you. So
0: we actually split that into two. So the first one will be on the 28th, and then we'll do another one at the end of July with them also, uh, which will cover their long-short portfolio on that second one. Beautiful. So I actually get to talk to somebody who, who uh, develops short theses kind of see what goes into that so it should be really interesting
1: i'm i'm really really interested in that as well we also um i, th- I
0: believe this week yep sarah glass
1: sarah glass from trade pro academy mm. oh yeah very excited about having sarah on here and uh we also that we can put that in show news right, Kyle? what's that we're now officially uh affiliates with trade pro academy
0: oh yes yep we have a link yes so if you uh, if you hear us talking about it, and you want to check it out. You can use our link. Uh, we do get uh, commission from anything that gets purchased through that link. So if you want to support the show and learn at the same time, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> and
1: really, really improve your trading game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really improve it. Yes. <laughs> so we have some exciting interviews here on the horizon. Uh, very excited about being Trade Pro affiliates. Uh, Again, like Kyle said, we'll have that link in there in the episode description but uh strap in because right now we've just got the most illustrious wait
0: wait golden... wait 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 what i got what? i got one more piece of pretty big news at least oh. for me
1: oh 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 okay well kyle what what could possibly be going on in your life that's newsworthy
0: i have quit my job <laughs> friday was my what? last day
1: yep what? Friday's your last oh
0: no more 9 to 5 for Kyle? Friday was my last day. Yep. I am completely finished. I get to try to do this full time now.
1: Wow. Okay. That is we're not even a year into the show and you're now full time.
0: Yeah, I might have jumped the gun a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, <laughs> a, uh, so so how long until you get another job then well i've got <laughs> enough funds i think to make it a couple years uh uh without like bringing any income in so i have been generating pretty decent return on uh like a fifth of that portfolio mm-hmm. so i think it shouldn't be an issue but in case something actually goes terribly wrong uh should be able to make it at least a couple years but I think that also probably leads into a great poll question for this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How yeah. long until I have to find a new job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> less than a year, one to two years, never. Never.
1: Oh, well, I know I personally feel like it's probably never, but you throw that poll question up, I'm going to pick the smallest time frame. Oh, of course you are. And I, <laughs> I wouldn't think of anything. Like I
0: would think less of you if you didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations kyle i am over the moon excited for you
0: yeah and that means there should be a lot more uh time for me to start creating more content for the website for the show i should really be able to start start trying to push yes. this in the direction we've been wanting to take it
1: yes and and it's really put a fire under my ass to to catch up i don't think and, you're far
0: yeah. behind honestly
1: uh, well i would i would have said i was it, it before i started the trade pro courses but uh i'm almost done the foundations course and about ready to start the options course and and i'm i'm looking at what amc has done to my portfolio and, and i'm thinking yeah i could this could be sooner or later for me as well so mm-hmm. stay tuned folks if both kyle and i are managing to not have nine to fives we will be getting a lot more content to your, your oh your yes years.
0: all right now you can proceed
1: Well, folks, we're so glad you're here. We got a great show for you today. I might even call it
0: illustrious, golden, and mystical
1: if I was uh,
0: looking for three adjectives to to describe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sets of threes never happen on anything. Yeah. Crazy. That's art. Uh, Yeah, so sit back. We got lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and more options than a bag of Coke in the 80s. Oh, that was cheap back then, too. I mean, I wouldn't know, Kyle. I wasn't buying Coke in the 80s. No, you just... (laughs) I was a child. Just stealing it? (laughs) Yeah, I was just... Bumming it from friends? (laughs) (laughs) You got a little bump? (laughs) I got a t-ball game. I got to kick ass. (laughs) oh (laughs) oh reach out to us folks we we love your messages and comments on twitter and facebook tiktok discord uh we got that discord link in the episode description or if you're old school just send us an email to the number two bulls at financialneptitude.com that's two bulls at financialneptitude.com or you can send us a phone call at 725-22-BULLS
0: how do you send a phone call you're right that was a terrible verb to use
1: (laughs) apologies to everyone or you can place a phone call, make a phone call, initiate a call by telephone, or give us to the numbers, <laughs> or give us a call seven two five twenty two bulls. And nobody's called us in a while, Kyle. I feel so lonely.
0: Well, I have a lot of free time. I might start just leaving messages just to annoy you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: maybe you got a hot stock tip, maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made, or, you know, maybe your mom just got shot by a hunter and you are lost with your skunk and rabbit friend and you just yeah. don't know what to do. Yeah. Give us a call. Doesn't matter. We love it when you reach out. <laughs>
0: i knew it at hunter for the record you
1: knew it at hunter for the record yeah. oh everybody knew it kyle <laughs> except yeah they're, they're half the audience are scratching their heads like i don't fucking know what the hell you're talking about they haven't made a live action one of that movie so
0: all right dan it's time for my favorite part of the the show oh what part is that kyle where we establish a new tradition
1: i i don't like new traditions yeah i'm fearful of change
0: i'm too bad because i want to hear what your total is now
1: oh it's the bet results I need, to get, I need to get a theme for the bet results. Yeah, we do. Bet results theme. Okay, writing that down. If any listeners, if you have ideas for parodies for, for something, just call us, reach out, let us know. I'll do it. I love making these songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, bet results song. Okay. All right, all right, Kyle. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we're we're making a new tradition. You want me to start? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, I picked eBay, and they, of course, in pre market Monday spiked up, so I had to buy them at sixty seven twenty six, and they proceeded to stay around sixty six dollars for most of the week until Friday when they just dove, dove, dove down to sixty three twenty six, which means I lost about six percent. It brought my Total from a beautiful eight hundred twenty-three dollars and eight cents down to okay, an okay-looking seven hundred seventy-four dollars and thirteen cents.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, six percent makes a bigger hit the higher up you are. We may have just uh, had a shift in uh, the position of the horses in the race. Oh, we did. We did. Now, do you feel like AMC is cheating? No. <laughs> okay. Well, AMC opened the week at 51.83, closed at 59.26. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, that takes my bet total from that healthy 762.41 all the way up to $871.70. 871.77. 871.70. 871.70. Oh,
1: okay. Wow, we've never done so well on a month with our bad picks. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I think that is probably the best we had. Uh, random had A U M N at start of the week at seventy cents, and then finished at seventy point eight six cents. So, uh, random has gone from four forty nine twenty nine, uh, four forty four twenty nine, all the way up to four hundred forty nine dollars and seventy five cents. Oh, wow. Collectively, our profits are more than the randoms total. Fuck you, random. Never liked you anyway. And we got our poll results from last week. We should probably cover real quick here. Yeah, yeah. We asked which billionaire space enthusiast would be the first to reach and return safely from space. (laughs) I don't know how this happened. Richard Branson was first place at 42%. I'm not surprised to see that. Elon Musk, though, was hanging neck and neck the whole way. He finished with 38% in second place. Wow. Uh, Jeff Bezos last at 21. Jeff Bezos is the only one who has an actual confirmed launch date yeah (laughs) Uh, i'm not sure how elon jumped ahead of that when he hasn't even been part of the conversation (laughs) okay
1: all right time for some news maybe sure got nothing else to talk about nothing oh wait there's that one thing kyle we need a jersey shore update
0: oh right well this one's gonna be a little bit different uh my grandma's in town this week so she happened to arrive just in time to watch the episode with me <laughs> oh my god
1: you you included your grandma in the bad consequences this is uh, yeah epic.
0: yeah i did um <laughs> <laughs> so instead of uh instead of giving a synopsis or my thoughts i decided to just write down everything she said during the uh the watching of this.
1: The, slow down, slow down, slow down. Uh, I love this, by the way. I love where this is going. I just have to ask, how did you broach the subject to get your grandmother to watch Jersey Shore with you?
0: I told her that I have to do it because of a bet, and then uh, well, she started out reading her book, but I had a feeling she would get kind of sucked into it if if it was on just for the train wreck that it is. Yeah, and it it, it worked out exactly like I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, let's, uh,
1: let's hear uh, uh, your, your grandmother's thoughts on Jersey Shore.
0: All right, uh, so the first comment that I wrote down here was, uh, I don't know who she was even referring to, she said she looked like a trash bag. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see, the next thing uh, was, uh, they wear a lot of black and white, huh? Um, then mm-hmm. she said, make sure you tell them you're watching with your 79-year-old Oma. And they're all getting ready. She so they said, uh, they're kind of ugly, too um let's mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. And, uh, let's see oh it said you don't have to write this one down but all those girls boobs are down to their stomachs now <laughs> 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 let's see there's a scene where jwa WoW's boob was kind of like uh, prominently displayed uh she said oh my gosh look at the that's disgusting uh, next comment was, they all have the same hair. They all look alike. They're nothing special. Uh, <laughs> someone was going to go take a shower. She said, Go ahead and take a shower. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then she looked at me and said, I can see why this is punishment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> uh, look at this. Look at her boobs. This is disgusting. Uh, I'll feed her and go when Angelina was leaving. Uh, haha, relationship breaking. That's a new one. <laughs> uh, at the 27-minute mark, I got this. Uh, how long is this show? <laughs> 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 then she asked, can we skip it a little bit? I said, no. Then she said, uh, he won't know. And I said, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The last one was, this is, I mean, come on, this is punishment. Uh, It was at this point (laughs) she went back to her book. (laughs) That was about the point where uh, fucking Polly put charcoal in the gas grill and lit it and then almost burned the house down. And then I was also wondering why everyone takes their shirt off when they're mad. (laughs) The episode ended with, I'll give a quick synopsis for the ending here just so people know where we're at. Uh, Ronnie danced with another girl and Sammy saw that. So, she gave a number to her cop friend. Ronnie found out and went home. So, Ronnie was upset. JWoww, who's now single because she told her boyfriend what happened with Polly, uh, went back to uh, keep him company. Sammy found out and she got very angry and stormed off home and she was going home to quote knock a bitch up. Oh, uh, I don't know that she knows what that saying means. Uh. Yeah.
1: That's a fucking <laughs> consequence right there.
0: You you inseminate
1: your friend out of anger. That's right. that's really cold. <laughs> How you like that bun in the oven, bitch? <laughs> Jesus.
0: All right. So that's where we're at. Oh, so it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> Thoughts of a grandma watching Jersey Shore with her grandson. Mm. Oh
1: wow! Anyway, all right. Well, that's a that's a fantastic Jersey Shore update, Kyle. Thank you very much for bringing your grandmother into the mad madness of the show.
0: Sorry, Oma. Uh,
1: <laughs> sorry, Oma. N- next time, I'll make him watch knitting the knitting channel,
0: <laughs> or just the German channel.
1: You have to watch all your TV shows in German.
0: <laughs> oh god, that would be good. <laughs> Write that one down.
1: <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's let's roll forward and uh, get to some news. Today, the shop is bursting with the week to replay. So sit back, we got some market affairs, yeah, some stories for the fools and the clowns running companies, laws change overnight. Here we are, it's time for China Shop News. Yeah, now it's time for China Shop News. Well. Well, I know we've we've got a few big stories. Uh, did you did you have something you want to lead off on, or you want me to start with one of mine?
0: Uh, go ahead and start with yours because I think it leads into mine. Our mine goes with it.
1: Okay. Uh, the the big big story uh, to me this week was uh, the Dow posting its worst week since January.
0: Hmm. Dow Jones yep.
1: industrial average fell three and a half percent uh it's, it was a huge pullback and it happened uh on the backdrop of the fed fed reserve president bullard talking to cnbc telling him that he thinks the fed should raise interest rates as soon as the end of next year
0: i thought they said they weren't going to yes i thought the party was going to keep going as dr han said
1: that, that's just it, is is they're trying to balance, the they're, they're trying to walk a tightrope of, uh, we're right. not going to raise rates, but we've got to raise rates.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at uh, my article, which is kind of covering the same thing. It said, Fed, Fed policy makers have already penciled in two rate increases by the end of 23.
1: So they are happening. There's no getting around that. It's just a matter of when at this point.
0: I mean, 2023 is still a ways away.
1: The The other thing that go, went along with the, the Dow falling is the the VIX saw a huge increase this week.
0: Not enough to get it back to where I bought it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, even even with the 10% spike on Friday?
0: No, it's gone down way significantly since I purchased that. I think that just continuously shrinks. So using that as a hedge is a terrible idea.
1: Uh yeah, live and learn.
0: Yeah, that's the name of the show.
1: <laughs> all, right, all right, and and so how does that uh, line up with, with your story, Kyle?
0: Uh, well, because this uh, last Friday was the quad witching event. hmm Apparently, looking back uh, throughout the history of this, uh, Vico, I think, posted a nice graphic on it showing every quad witching for the last, like, 10 or 20 years. And it seems like there's always a big drop at that point. Huh. Not sure. I didn't specify why that is the case, but my thought process is because the quad witching refers to like a bunch of options, expirations from, it's not just options, but it's a bunch of different stuff, right? That all expire on the same date on like all the weeklies, the monthlies and...
1: Weeklies, monthlies, quarterlies.
0: Yeah, they all just kind of coincide on the same date. So we did see like with AMC like there's a huge amount of options interest and in, that were set to expire in the money. But here's the problem with options. Uh, if you don't have the capital to exercise them, you know, and most people are trading options to try to make a quick buck and leverage their, you know, capital. As soon as you sell that off, then the market makers who are delta hedging for all those options contracts, they get to sell those shares that they have holding to hedge those positions. Mm-hmm. So as those option contracts get sold off and not exercised, then there's a significant unwinding of our I guess it, Injection of liquidity, you could say. Yeah. As as all these different positions get unwound, so I think that's why the quad witching uh, leads to to that downward movement and
1: right. Something I'm going to be
0: paying attention to going into the future because it looks like it's a pretty easy way to to just place some you know S and P puts and make a quick profit.
1: Yeah, I know. If you'd started the week buying some some puts on the Dow, at least you would have done all right. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that one of the Minneapolis Fed president uh, is not one of the I I don't know how the Fed works, but apparently they (laughs) rotate voting. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's an understatement of the century. They wrote apparently they rotate who can vote on their policy stuff at any given year. Mm -hmm. So I guess this guy doesn't have a vote this year. But he's saying that we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't even talk about raising rates in until uh, the end of until after
0: 2023. Mm-hmm.
1: OK, so so we are seeing some public uh, uh, dissension like the, the Fed. They are not all united on what to do right now. And and I find that to be concerning.
0: Um, yeah, that's a little little worrying.
1: Right. Well, only because it's it's public like this guy's come out pub- publicly Kashkari. Is his name Neil Kashkari?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing it publicly, then yeah. That's not, that's never a good sign.
1: Yeah, this guy comes out publicly, tells Ro- Reuters that uh, he poses rate hikes through 2023, and he doesn't like the dot plots that the Fed releases uh, for their inflation numbers. Yeah, that's not a good sign to me. Like, that's dissension in the ranks. There's some yeah. infighting at the Fed. So that, that, te- that tells me that that they could they could really make a bad move. Like uh, Like any other human organization filled with human people, the infighting. Uh, people people tend to not gravitate towards ideas and arguments. They gravitate towards the social constructs in that group. Mm-hmm. So they'll support. They'll, they might support a bad idea because they like the person do- giving the bad idea. Yeah, it becomes a mess. So I, I'm I I'm a little. I know it's a quadruple witching. Okay, but but uh, on the backdrop of all the money we printed last year and coming out of the pandemic,
0: uh, we're just due for a correction anyway. Yeah. I mean, the stock market's been screaming. That's The more we learn from the lessons that we've been doing, uh, yeah, the, the higher, the steeper the rise, the less sustainable it is. There's going to be a regression to the mean.
1: Yes. The consumer price index hasn't risen this fast since the 80s mm-hmm. that's that's not a good
0: sign <laughs> <laughs> the 80s were a good time weren't they
1: <laughs> not, they didn't start out that way
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know the
1: uh and the other the other chart i was looking at that was uh i, I posted the article on on the discord it was talking about uh, the it showed a graph of the national home price index Compared to the CPI of the owner's equivalent rent of residence, mm-hmm. like basically where they ask people like, hey, if you moved out and started renting your house, what what do you, what do you think the market rate would be? Uh, we haven't seen this level of divergence since the 2005-2006 housing bubble. That way, as we all know, burst.
0: Right. Hmm. Uh,
1: looking at this graph, so yeah, it looks like like we could really be in for a, a pop in the housing market too.
0: I saw something too about a company that was going around buying up all the houses that it could find, so that way you could start jacking up the rental rates, trying to make it harder for people to get actual houses. Uh, that might have been on Twitter. You can yeah. probably just cut that. <laughs> I think I got a lot of conspiracy nuts on there now because followed too many of the wrong people. <laughs>
1: Well, no, it, that may actually be happening because i I came across a company uh and now I, of course because we're uh, you know taping the show, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but they're an online house buyer where if you want to sell your house, you just do a video tour and mm-hmm. you upload the stuff and they'll make an offer and they'll buy your house online.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. When I had my work phone, I got uh, I got an offer from somebody for, I guess, whoever else had that number at one point, uh, which I did sell for him. <laughs> 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 my response to them was, uh, send a check. <laughs> 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 I'm sure, so Mike Damron, wherever you are out there, you, you can thank me later.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome., uh, what else do we have for news?
0: I want to talk about Lordstown. I feel bad talking about this because uh I know one of our our discord users is a big fan or, I don't know if he's a fan necessarily, but he's definitely still stuck
1: <laughs> I, well I think he's also doesn't lives in Ohio, he lives in the, town, in the yeah, area yeah. Yeah, yeah, so this was a huge thing for the town, this, this plant. I couldn't imagine living there and not being involved.
0: It has just been a fucking roller coaster for this company. I think they first came out. I think we talked about it last week uh, about them coming out saying they may not have enough capital mm-hmm. then they announced that they were in negotiations with uh, investors to try to get that capital uh, and then we thought, okay, everything looks to be good there. Well, this last week, the frickin' CEO and CFO just suddenly resigned. stock took a dump, resigned. oh, then the new chairwoman. Uh, got on and said that the uh, production plans remain in place, they've got orders to last through, like, the rest of the year or something along those lines, and stock went back up again. Then the story comes out where they clarified that statement saying that none of those orders are actually firm, like they're not obligations yet.
1: <laughs> they were just,
0: oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, stock is back down again. This has been a oh. complete roller coaster ride for anybody who's on it, and I feel bad for... I know what AMC has yeah. been like, uh, it's, it's, can't imagine. I can't imagine trying to run through this one.
1: Yeah, this is just a string of bad news for Lordstown.
0: But it's been bad news and then glimmer of hope, and then bad news and then glimmer of hope, and then bad news and then glimmer, I just rinse and repeat. It's been going on for two weeks now, and it, just when you think it's over, like you get another one.
1: I, I, you know, I'm not trading Lordstown, but to me, all of the glimmers of hope evaporate so fast. The Mm -hmm. only thing that stays consistent is the bad news.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: The article I was reading mentioned that uh, uh, last year, uh, last September, Mm -hmm. the SEC ordered Lordstown to mention more prominently that an independent auditor assessing its losses to date found, quote, substantial doubt about the company's ability to continue as a going concern. Hmm. This was back in September.
0: Well, that statement that they made uh, revi- or about the production plans, uh, coming back and clarifying that the orders weren't firm, uh, that was in response to a short seller report uh, basically saying, like, I think you're not being fully honest.
1: Yeah, and then it turns out they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, so the SEC orders them to, like, hey, that independent auditor that raised the substantial doubt, display it more prominently, They uh, they buried that. As a f- one of the footnotes in their uh, hmm. their risks related to Lordstown business operations right. and industry, page thirty eight in their presentation, and it actually so so last September they did in a footnote we note that Lordstown Lord uh, quote we note that Lord Lordstown's independent auditor has raised substantial doubt about its ability to continue as a going concern. Please add a corresponding discussion in risk factors. <laughs> so they've known that they weren't. Doing, that they weren't doing as good as they've been saying they've known this for a long time right uh and i think that's why the ceo and cfo stepped down
0: and i think they got a nice paycheck on the way out too oh those bastards rats leaving a sinking ship yeah i think uh our, our, the discord friend who's uh, invested in there we posted our poll about bezos uh are the billionaires going to space. Oh no! When I posted that link to that article about the, them trying to deny Bezos' re-entry, I think he wanted to to package yeah. up uh, the Lordstown CEO and send him up there.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: If spaceflight gets cheap enough, maybe we can start launching uh, douchebag CEOs into the to the moon, <laughs> <laughs> no return trip. <laughs>
1: At what point does it go from, like, oh, they were just wrong on their, their business projections to they lied to get investors. These two men made a killing, and everybody else is left holding the bill.
0: There probably will be a lawsuit. There, I mean, I've seen lawsuits for sillier things. That's true. Holding in some of these, like, Virgin Galactic keeps getting a bunch of them.
1: Well, what I'm questioning is criminal intent. Right. Like, where is that lying? Could you prove criminal intent? I don't know. I mean, I'm back sure that September independent auditors are saying, like, you don't have a, a good business here. And they're like, yeah, we do. Like, shouldn't they know better?
0: I mean, did they do what they were told to do? Did they more prominently feature that concern?
1: I don't know. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we know the SEC's the toughest cop on the block, so.
0: I know, right? Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath for any consequences coming to anybody unless they bet us. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: ever. right uh what else you got kyle
0: um i've got one last story me too Uh, apparently there's there's oat milk wars going on
1: oat milk wars like people fighting each other with oat milk
0: uh, no, I don't think it's quite like that. I don't know, apparently the people are really liking oat milk now. Uh, there was a company called Oatly that tried to IPO, and I think I remember looking at whether or not I should sign up for it, and then when I saw what they actually produced, I was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> there can't be that much demand for oat milk. Uh, it actually did quite well on the, uh, the IPO, so that's kind of what popped up to my attention, but, uh, yeah, apparently, apparently there's a big war going on about oat milk, though. Okay, well, tell me, tell me about this war.
1: Uh. Like, who's fighting? Uh. Well, uh, I mean, are there other big uh, oat milk companies fighting uh, Oatly?
0: All right, Dan. All right, fuck. Are you happy? You, you got me. I didn't actually read the article. I just uh, saw did, the headline did. and I thought it was funny. <laughs> okay. Are you happy? <laughs> Yes,
1: yes, Fuck. I am very happy.
0: <laughs> damn, 20 questions, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, You know what? You should have <laughs> known that the phrase oat milk war would ignite my brain with questions. Like, oh, we're having an oat milk war.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I probably should have. I'll post a link to the article. We don't have time to get into it. There is a war going on for oat milk right now, apparently. Okay, well,
1: I know what side I'm on. It's time for you to pick yours. Oh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up news. I got one, uh, one. well, I, I, I dare I say, oat milk war level story. Oh, you didn't read it either? <laughs> well, I skimmed it. Okay. <laughs> so Texas is having a lot of the energy problems with, with their energy infrastructure, as we remember from the winter. Oh,
0: yes. Yes.
1: Well, the saga continues. Now that we're in summer, everybody, you know, they need that energy for their air conditioning, right?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. My grandma's just telling me about this. She lives in Houston, so she's been. She was there for the whole fiasco.
1: Okay. Well, get her. Get her on. Is she still there? Bring her on. Give her a
0: microphone. Uh, I think they ran out to the airport. No, <laughs> she was saying, was talking about that. Them telling them that they want them to start conserving power. But if you have ever been to fucking Houston in July, yeah, good luck. That place is just miserable.
1: Well, they did. They did ask. They did ask everybody to set their thermostats at 78 degrees during the hottest parts of the day.
0: Oh, God, that'd be miserable there.
1: But they they went a step further. They went a step further. Power companies in Texas, uh, I, I love this. Uh, people who installed uh, smart thermostats that, like, hook up to their Wi-Fi so they can work the thermostat from their phone and their app, yeah yeah if uh if you clicked the little button that was like yeah sign me up for the the energy savings program they the power companies themselves went in and upped the thermostat in everybody's houses
0: oh that's bullshit oh yeah this
1: guy uh on twitter or tiktok did a did a series of videos where his wife and kid set turned the thermostat down and laid down to take a nap and woke up sweating because after they went to bed, the power company cranked it back up.
0: God damn it. I know how angry people get when the, anybody touches their thermostat, you know, especially fathers. Right?
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Oh, man, there's probably been a lot of <laughs> disciplined children <laughs> for people who don't know that's going on.
1: <laughs> who touched the thermostat?
0: Touch that thermostat again, I'm fucking grounding you. <laughs>
1: right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, this user immediately opted out of that program. Yeah, that's that's just fucking awful. That's just awful.
0: That's a dangerous slope. We start letting companies and corporations control our home environment.
1: Uh, if, you, if you live in Texas and you had your thermostat remotely controlled, uh, reach out. Let us know. Yes, please. How mad you were and how you're going to ground the executives at the power company.
0: <laughs> Tell us who got in <laughs> trouble at your house first before you realize what was going on. Right,
1: right. <laughs> the the poor kid who always turns it up. Like I swear, Dad, it wasn't me. Get yeah. over here, get my belt. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the power company. <laughs> all right, that's so that's that's a that's all I got for now. Okay, so we, we ready to, to move yes. on?
0: Yeah, let's move on.
1: All right. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, we are now Trade Pro Academy affiliates. Uh, Kyle and I are both taking their courses, and they are the real McCoy. They, they they really are truly the skills you need to be a trader. Even if you're just a, a passive investor, these skills will help. Uh, and and we're going to have a link for you in the episode description if you want to support the show and grow your, your your trading and analytical and technical analysis skills. Uh, follow that link, sign up. They, they're just they they've got an amazing community. They're just great people, and they got the knowledge that. I so desperately crave, and if uh, if you do, uh, you know, join Trade Pro and make a ton of money, and you want to you know figure out where to put it, or if, if you lose a ton of money and you need to redo your mortgage, we got somebody for that too. Because <laughs> two bowls in a china shop, is proudly since its inception brought to you by Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an Equal Housing Lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She's got over 20 years of experience. Helping thousands of homeowners, whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even reverse mortgage, Sue will help. She's licensed in 26 states and growing, and we, i gotta, I got to give her a call, see if that's grown again. <laughs> uh, and then you can also uh, please reach out and see what Sue can do for you. Best way to reach her is to just give her a phone call at 520-977-7904. Or you can uh, write her an email at spullen at fairwaymc.com, S-P-U-L-L-E-N. At mc dot com, Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number two two eight nine. Sue Pullen has an MLS number two zero six zero four eight. That email again is s Pullen at MC dot com, and that phone number is five two zero nine seven 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 nine zero four. See what Sue can do for you. All right, Sometime. time. All right, time to talk about some uh, investing. Yes. Are we, are, we, are we just going to start skipping that and go straight to
0: earnings? Uh, <laughs> I have a little bit to talk about this time.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get some music. Do, do you? No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Now it's basic investing with the bulls in the shop. Rising up to the challenge to go viral. And you must be a buyer. Never sell those shares off. Because we're holding them all with the a-
0: to retire, Kyle. What What did you do this week in investing? <laughs> uh, big one is that I uh, exercised my uh, BlackBerry calls. Been really liking that stock as a long play. I probably should have sold them and took out profits and then bought them back again when it came back down. But I hadn't taken the lessons yet uh, from TradePro and I didn't right? uh, recognize uh, the type of environment we're in. But I'm adding it to my holdings to where I'm buying and selling. Are uh, selling uh contracts to generate income. Yeah. Your wheel. Yes. So I added that to it and I did sell some uh some contracts against them. Uh let's see, I sold some uh seven sixteen, eighteen dollar calls at a dollar and two cents a contract. And the last one was tied up uh with a thirty dollar call I'd sold for like three bucks the week before. Uh bought that one back for a penny and then uh sold a fifteen dollar call uh for seven sixteen also at a dollar fourteen. Nice. Yeah, there's too much to the list with all the stuff I did for the the premium, so I'll just uh, kind of skip that. Um, I did want to talk about three stocks that I found when I was doing my trade pro homework, though, that I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is Palantir, P-L-T-R. Short term, I'm liking it. I'm looking to see if it holds that $24 to $25 support next week, but probably going to sell some more puts on them if I see it uh, maintain mm-hmm. that support. I may even think about buying some calls but liking that one the way it's looking right now it's looking nice and bullish at least to me i am also new with this so
1: <laughs> yes yes yes
0: um, let's see virgin virgin galactic was uh one of the other ones that i've been i've been big on but uh looking at the charts now i keep seeing it kind of beating against that 3750 ceiling uh it's holding yeah. 36 right now which is about uh it's pre-squeeze all-time high so that's making me a little more nervous about this stock going forward, or at least in the short term. Um, I really want to see that test flight get announced, especially if it's going to happen for the 4th of July weekend. I'd like to see that happen sooner rather than later to see if it'll maintain that upward trajectory, because uh, I think that's what it's going to take to get past that resistance line. Uh, we've seen it break through it a couple times, only to immediately sell back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one that's on my list that I look at a lot that... What got me really excited was uh, Norwegian Cruise Line, uh, because it looks like it's on one hell of a downtrend right now. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it might have some weak support around $30 or... Uh, maybe another one around twenty eight thirty and I could see this getting down to twenty seven by the end of June if that trend continues and there just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of support underneath it
1: uh no we were we were talking and looking at that one together before the show mm-hmm. and it does it it looks like if it if it breaks out below its 100 uh, day moving average uh it doesn't have any strong support uh until the like fifteen dollars. Sixteen dollars.
0: Okay, so yeah, you, you're looking at the volume analysis. Yeah, volume by price. Yeah, I haven't got, I haven't gotten to that part yet. I had to watch Jersey Shore. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have
1: to, I did have to pay for a premium subscription to Trading View to get the volume by price. It, it's that valuable a tool.
0: I'm probably going to be signing up for that. It doesn't look like it's that expensive as what, like five bucks a month?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I paid the annual thing and I think it was like a hundred bucks or something. I'm like, yeah, whatever, yeah, shut up and take my money.
0: Um, yeah, so I did not sell any puts on Norwegian uh, this month. <laughs> I think I'm going to wait.
1: <laughs> well, real quick, uh, I'd like to explain to listeners when I say volume by price, what I'm talking about. Uh, the normal stock chart, you'll have the volume along the bottom underneath the price line, right? And you got your graph. Uh, when I say I want to see the volume by price, it will display a uh, vertical graph to the, on the right side of the chart, mm-hmm. and it, it, it shows me how much volume was at each price level. Okay. So when I, say, when I say, oh, it doesn't look like there's any solid support for that Norwegian Cruise stock until we get to like 15 or $16, that means I'm looking at that big, tr- I'm, I'm zooming out to get a little bit of time before the big move up and then the move down and I'm seeing like between 16 and and like thirty dollars, there's not a lot of volume. it just It just rocketed up past there. Mm-hmm. We don't have any data for it. The last time a lot of people were buying the stock was at 15 and 16 dollars right so that's that's one of the ways you can use uh, uh, volume by price to to just visually see where potential support and resistance are mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, sorry, sorry. Just uh, thought I'd explain that to the to the people. Uh, moving on. Back whatever you were talking about, that I cut you off.
0: Basically, just saying I didn't want to buy any puts because because uh, of what I was seeing you with know, that downtrend.
1: Uh, and and that's that's more trading, but uh, but that's okay.
0: Uh, it is, but this is all like if you're looking at these as long-term holdings, which I kind of do.
1: Right, right. The wheel is an investing game. The wheel isn't a trading game.
0: And I'm trying to use what I'm learning from these trading lessons to try to make better mm-hmm. investment decisions. So I'm looking at a stock that I like, and I don't want to buy it now just because of the way it looks. It looks like there's no buyers right now. It looks like it's all sellers.
1: The best place to buy that stock is is watch it, catch some strong support, right. and turn around, yep. and then move in. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. right let's uh, let's now that we're we're jibber jabbing about that. Let's uh, let's get to earnings.
0: All right. Play my song
1: motto's always been when I'm right it's right so I'll wait and watch the charts and the change in price when the movement's mostly finished at the end of the day and we know the coming earnings gonna move it my way the sky rockets in sight earnings call delight earnings call delight
0: all right, nothing Monday, nothing Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wednesday, Wednesday we've got CNXC, Concentric Corp, uh, one of our um stocks. It's been doing very well. Uh, WGO and RAD, RAD is Rite Aid. I don't remember what WGO is. Damn it,
1: it's uh, wi- Winnebago Industries.
0: Winnebago, okay, yeah, I wrote them down because uh, I thought uh, you know people might be starting to travel again. Oh yeah. Also, people aren't liking living in cities after a huge uh, pandemic, you know, kind of shut them out. Maybe they might like the freedom of a Winnebago.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh
0: six we've got Nike, FedEx, BlackBerry, and Carnival Cruise Lines, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Friday, we've got Paychex, P-A-Y-X, uh, CarMax, CMX, or KMX, and Jenko Solar again. I guess they didn't report last week. Showing them for... Friday now?
1: I said it last week. That's one I yeah. like to watch because it moves up or down. It's going to move.
0: It's below 40 now. Oh, well. Yeah. Still a lot of short interest, though. About 16% on it. Let's move on to trading. All right. Should we move on to some trading? Yeah. Let's get the show moving.
1: All right. You say you want to tickle that. The bulls will shout, bulls are always shouting. I want to get rid rich overnight and profit every trade. I want to get rich overnight and profit every trade. Well, Kyle. I am humbled to admit I lost a ton of money this week. Oh, oh that's not good. Gambling on option. Uh, I'll <laughs> say gambling. I was trying I was trying to to use my trade pro technical analysis skills and I looked at uh two was looking at two companies, and American Airlines and eBay. Mm-hmm. And uh uh, my my original thesis of an American Airlines was, it looks like it's setting up a, a candle reversal pattern. If it doesn't set up the pattern, it's going to go down, and I should buy puts. Right. And that's what I was doing. And I got on Twitter, and I was tweeting about it, and uh, Biko responded and was like, hey, thanks for pointing that out. And I don't know if I misread what he wrote, but I got in my own head and, like, obsessed about it. Mm. And decided. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He he pointed out there was a big uh, some some. There was an options alert. Somebody made a big bet on calls.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and I got in my head about it and started and like I'm a rookie. I started second guessing myself, and so I sold the puts I had bought on Monday for profit, decent profit, and switched to calls, and then watched the value of those calls go down, 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 down throughout the whole week.
0: Do you remember why we stopped looking at uh, options alerts? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So
1: if I'd stuck to my original thesis, I would have been a, a more profitable right. than I was for sure. <laughs> a lot more. Uh and then the eBay, the calls I bought, they uh I bought them, they they opened really strong on Monday as we we saw. They opened at like 67 as we saw in the bet. Yeah. And then I bought a bunch of calls and then yeah, by Friday, uh it was very clear that they were not going to break through that resistance and they turned around. Uh luckily though, uh I I was fortunate to sell those eBay calls Friday morning mm-hmm. because Friday eBay really really yeah, it took a turn and, stayed, and ended it so low. So I recoup, you know, I didn't I didn't burn the whole investment.
0: It wasn't 100% or 90% loss,
1: but uh uh just last night you know after the week had ended i did the risk management lesson on <laughs> uh on trade pro and i was like yep wish i'd done this a week ago
0: <laughs> i feel like we should talk a little bit more about that
1: the risk management
0: yeah yeah okay this is something that i've tried to talk you down from a few times you've uh remember you yeah. wanted to go all in when you're you're doing the um, that twice a month uh, SPY strategy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I did. And I did. I was like, how, why not roll this? Put a thousand bucks and take those gains, Just keep rolling it forward, going all in.
0: And I, I was trying to find this. Uh, I thought it was in one of the poker books I'd read at one time, where they kind of give the scenario where, like, if I flip a coin and every time it's heads, I give you. 2x the bet and every time it's tails you give me 1x so like if it's a dollar then i give you two dollars if it's heads you give me a dollar if it's tails uh how much would you lay on that bet everything yes right that's uh, i think that's what mathematics says like yeah you should bet everything you can uh no you shouldn't mm-hmm. uh, for bankroll management because it's still a 50 50 shot of whether or not you go bankrupt if you put everything on it you have an edge mm. but you need to be able to weather when that edge doesn't play off there's still odds you know it, you have a profitability expectation of maybe like what 60 70% what uh Trey Pro teaches us right that's what we're looking to looking to have 65% win rate that's what we're looking for mm-hmm. yeah that means you're still losing 35% of the time yep and there's no memory on that it doesn't mean you lose you know if you lose 35 in a row that doesn't mean the next one's going to be a win it could still be a loss there's still a 35% right, chance right. that the next one is a loss
1: gambler's fallacy
0: i'm due i'm due right there is no due there's no memory to odds yes yes
1: yeah Yeah. And and so and so my bets on uh, American Airlines and Mm -hmm. and eBay, I made gigantic bets that with amounts of money that I had no business risking. Right. If uh, uh, let's put put it this way, the for for someone who's just starting, it's recommended that you have two percent risk level per trade.
0: Of any, per, any trade?
1: Of your, of your whole entire portfolio. Any trade, you should not be risking more than 2% of your entire portfolio with, with any given trade.
0: At a $10,000 portfolio, that's 200 bucks.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And that doesn't mean uh, 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 you can only invest 200 What that means is... is uh,
0: You need to cut losses at 200 Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is great. Well, let's talk, talk real numbers. $10,000. Okay, I can risk $200. Okay, I'm going to buy this share at ten, uh, This stock at $10 a share. So you can calculate, so if you can lose $200 on the trade if you, at 100 shares, that means your stop loss is $8. Right. So, yeah, you're risking $200, but you're actually buying $1,000 worth of stock. Right. Uh, now, gr- granted, there's more into it. I'm just picking an arbitrary stop loss just to, to, to put it in real numbers to help people understand
0: but yeah that's uh, it's basically capital preservation is the thing yeah you need to be you need to have as much time you can sit at this table to try to let your edge over time play out you need to have enough mm-hmm. enough hands or fingers in the pot in order to to collect on as many little ones as you can
1: and uh uh the mathematics works out if you're only risking 2% a trade uh you can lose 26 times in a row mhm you have to lose you have to lose more than 26 i think it's more than 30 yeah, it's, it's it's slightly more than thirty. Uh, you have to lose thirty times in a row to get down to fifty percent, right? So, it, and and believe me, if you've lost thirty times in a row, it is time to reassess your your, your <laughs> technique. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, I thought that was good to have that discussion.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I, and then and then I also I I really uh really screwed the pooch on Friday uh options gambling with AMC. Mm i I sold a call uh a, a, uh for august and 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 then I was like told myself all right that's the money for gambling right yeah, and then, like a gambler in the casino, I let myself get way out of hand, and I bet more than the value of that.
0: <laughs> uh, oh man
1: that call uh and and I ended up uh losing way more than i should have i mean i'm still doing fine overall uh but this was a very bad week for me
0: this was an eye-opening experience this was a learning process
1: it was a learning process and 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 the funny thing is is every one of my bad trades this week i can equate to i wasn't following a a system i was gambling i wasn't i wasn't trading or investing i was gambling i was getting my Mm. gambling fix with options right every single one it was me just i was just at the track picking horses that's all i was doing <laughs> now i was now i i was at the track uh knowing something about horses i can now look at a horse now and i can say oh yeah look at look at those fucking look at look at the muscles here you look, look at look at the length of its legs to the, the length of its body you know what i mean i, I can i know something about horses so i right. felt like i was i was an informed gambler but I was still a gambler and I lost. Yes. And, and I, uh, I have resolved personally to not... The only options I'm going to play uh, until I finish the options course is, you know, I've got some shares at AMC. I'm going to sell calls and then try and buy them back on dips. That's it. That's all yep. I'm going to do. S- sell calls, try and buy them back. Sell covered calls. It's, there's no risk there. I'm not risking anything selling covered calls and buying them back lower. Uh, So, so yeah, please, please, please slap me around if I don't uh, follow through on that. But I'd be surprised if I do find myself gambling again, because the the results from the trade pro stuff has been so great that I have to take it seriously and I have been taking it seriously. So uh, that's no more options gambling for Dan and I'll start (laughs) options trading
0: once I'm informed. All right. What, uh, What, what all did you do? I had way too much to list uh, everything, so I'm just trying to go through the highlights here. <laughs> right, right. Uh, let's see. So I made a few moves of trying to apply what I did, uh, lessons or learning lessons um, with the trade pro and. Mm-hmm. Let's see, I did uh trade made some trades on the SBY, the Triple Q, MindMeld, MNMD, and Fastly. Uh I think MindMeld was actually last week, but I'm just kind of lumping them all in together here because it was all kind of the same thing. I had two wins and four losses. So I was down 17% total on all of those moves. Looking back at it, uh I've learned one major thing is that I need to be a lot quicker cutting my losses because I had points where I could have gotten out when I knew that the thing had shifted or I'd read it wrong uh, and I held on to mm-hmm. it longer thinking that, oh, well, you know, I'm waiting. If I wait till the re- end of the day, then I can see that it would have worked. Like, yeah, nope yeah, that, no. Nope. Once, mm-hmm. once it's gotten, that's mm-hmm. my point. I probably need to start using trading stop or trailing stops is what I think, which is what I finally ended yep. up doing that Fastly. But that Fastly one went from, you know, like 57 cents a contract down to five, I think is what I finally got back for it when I got out of it. Uh oh, yeah, wow. so that one that one was a bigger hurt. That was the one that pretty much drove most of that percentage loss. Uh but I am a lot better at risk management than you are apparently cuz uh all told. Yes. Oh, you always have been. All told that 17% cost me 200 bucks. That's 200. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's 200 bucks to learn a lesson.
1: Kyle, you are better at risk management in all aspects of life
0: than I am. <laughs> Except I'm the one without a job.
1: oh yeah and i just took a promotion yeah yeah
0: so (laughs) the other thing that i learned from doing this too is that most of these moves that i was doing a lot of them were me also trying to follow vico's morning plan but i didn't still don't fully understand his morning plan i needed to rewatch his video and i shouldn't be fucking trading on it if i don't understand it what i was really hoping to do was learn on the fly i was hoping having a little bit in it would make me pay more attention to it i did pay more attention to it and i did learn some things so I think that was worth the $200 I spent on that. I yeah. had a couple other moves uh, with space. Uh, I exercised my $28 calls on Friday. Uh, one of them got called away on a thirty-six dollar put that uh, our thirty-six dollar call that I had sold against it uh, for a buck, so that ended up uh, finishing in the money. So one lot of shares are sold. Uh, I also sold covered calls for six twenty-five, thirty-seven dollar strike at two dollars and ten cents, nice, and a seven sixteen, thirty-seven dollar call at four dollars and fifteen cents amc is the one where i took uh some profits finally or more profits uh i would sold three lots to get my investment out uh in cover calls uh was that last week i think um this yeah. week i sold to open uh expiring next week a 115 fifteen dollar call for three dollars and i sold two eighty dollar calls at five dollars and fifty cents i don't think those ones will finish in the money but if they do i'm quite happy to exit that at that price you're right I also sold two thirty-dollar calls expiring June sixteenth or July sixteenth at almost thirty dollars a contract, and that was me taking some more profits off the table. Uh, The more I learn from TradePro and the more I learn about the stock market, and uh, especially like the investor psychology, that little cyclical pattern that goes on, Mm -hmm. uh, it Mm -hmm. seems like we are definitely in the euphoric state here on AMC, and it is just a matter of time before it comes crashing down. And I don't want to. I don't want to walk away from that empty-handed
1: yes i and i wholeheartedly agree and and i'm in the the same boat my my position in amc starting at the beginning of next week is going to be really really shrunk Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not i'm not getting rid of it um i'm not uh i'm not looking to to trade options to exit the position i i'm just gonna two two two-thirds of my position you know i i originally went all in so uh, uh i need to it's time it's time for me to
0: Walk away with something, yes, get something out if you haven't yet,
1: trying to become a trade pro right right and and then and I need to start i'm trying, I'm, I'm doing so well and following all the rules in all these other places a m c can't be special to me it has to yep. be just be yep a stock and and I need to treat it like that you know uh i love i love the ape army it's such great enthusiasm, a lot of great people on there, but uh uh I think it's a good good point good time to bring up uh the possibility that there won't be a squeeze, yeah that's Uh, that's i mean we have to talk about that
0: well here's here's the thing that that kind of flipped my thought process on it or at least made me want to start pulling some out now just to get something back when uh i was looking at blackberry um that viking investor fellow the guy that used to do like he wrote a lot Mm -hmm. of the trading algorithms that most of the institutions use now uh he pointed out that hedge funds that were shorting it back when it squeezed in january uh when it cratered they took out six month out uh you know out the money call positions or call contracts like a big they took a big position in those uh, you know deep out the money call contracts and yeah basically a run up again (laughs) is what it sounds like with as many options contracts as were expiring uh yesterday or friday uh do you really think that a lot of those weren't hedge funds
1: right they're getting those shares yeah yeah
0: so yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, I I can't imagine that they haven't learned anything from GameStop. GameStop, we caught them at their pants down. That was a much different story. There was more short interest than you know float reported.
1: I've I've never seen the short interest for AMC declared above above the mid low mid twenties.
0: And uh, a lot of people think that there's you know naked shorting going on, but we we there's no way to know what's real and what's not at this point.
1: Right, and you and you have to you have to at least consider the possibility of what if there isn't naked shorting going on? Right, the, and I did come across an article in Seeking Alpha that was that said that that the short incre- interest has increased since February, mm-hmm. and they're going to increase in June, and uh, there's no evidence that there's there's more than the declared short interest. Like we we. There's no evidence that a squeeze is coming. There's nothing that's going to guarantee a squeeze. I mean, obviously, if every ape that ever bought just continues to hold, then eventually it'll just it will, be yeah ape's that, holding. Well, but you're, now and, you're and, and,
0: betting on 4.2 million people to walk in lockstep.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And it doesn't take many of them to find You, you don't think that when these people are staring at seven figures and they're trading account that they're not going to start selling off.
1: Yeah, and yeah, like like <laughs> I said before, the Twitter army is not going to pay your bills. So right. so at some point the trading psychology is going to shift and it'll shift in and maybe not every ape, but the the sad thing to me is the the people who hold the longest will be the ones who end up still holding when it goes down. Now, I don't know how low it will go.
0: Problem is the people who are buying in now, and I've not recommended to anybody to buy shares at this point. I was telling friends and family to buy when it was below 15 and even 15 was getting a little iffy for me but you know anybody all of us who've been holding since you know pre-15 days are doing fine yeah we should be able to get out and at least keep something but people who are buying at 50 60 70 those are the ones who aren't going to do very well right
1: especially Mm -hmm. on promises of the moon yeah you know you just have to face that possibility and uh, you got to take care of yourself. Uh, and 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 it's great to to have some AMC stock. Uh, I'm I'm holding some AMC stock.
0: I am still too, but not nearly as much anymore.
1: <laughs> it's about risk management. If you want to succeed at this game, you have to be good at risk management. And being all in on anything is bad risk management and being too invested in any one thing if your portfolio yeah it's 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 a really dangerous situation and and that that's all is just don't don't play dangerous
0: yeah Uh, this was always don't put anything in you can't afford to lose is what i always told people
1: yeah you you have said that many times on this show
0: and we're getting to the point now where people are putting in more than they can afford to lose and that's that's a scary sign Uh, I do have two more trades that I didn't quite get through that I wanted to quickly mention. Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings. uh, I did buy some $30 puts expiring in August, August 20th at $2.45 a contract. That was after my research. I felt like, hey, I like the way this is going. I'm going to go ahead and put a little mm-hmm. bit down on it and see how it does. Uh, Nike, I bought July 16 $100 puts or $120 puts at $1.37. Uh, that one was after Vico pointed it out on Twitter saying that it looked like it was ripe for a uh, a, a post earnings plunge. Um, I didn't blindly follow him this time like I had been doing earlier in the week. <laughs> this time I did go through the charts <laughs> and actually asked him, you know, like, hey, is this what you're saying? He pointed to what I was looking at and said, "Yes, that for sure." Also, because the order flow, I haven't got to the order flow portion yet, but uh, I'm, I did at least do my own research on it this time rather than just jumping in. So, we'll see how that one goes. But again, like uh, I'm not putting a lot into these things, like uh, like we just talked about. These are these are just little little bets. See what happens. Uh, should we go to crypto corner?
1: crypto corner you want to do that before
0: the momentum list oh yeah do your momentum list first
1: it's 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 gonna be uh uh it's it's gonna be fast the the highest uh uh, consecutives when we ended the week uh we we had uh four companies and with three days in a row Mm -hmm. Uh, asana incorporated asan we had uh gnrc generac holdings incorporated we had PRVA Privia Health Group Incorporated, and we had SBT Sprout Social Incorporated. Hmm. I did look through a few of these charts. Privia it, it, they IPOed this year, mm-hmm. uh, so I I don't pay attention to those.
0: Not enough history. Yep,
1: not enough history. But obviously, if you like the company, um, then you know you for investment long term reasons. Yeah, maybe you want to get in now. I don't know. Not my thing. Sprout Social. Ha, ha, ha is just on an incredibly epic. You look at their their weekly chart, and it's just green, green, green. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, they they had three days in a row, but it they've they've had in- impressive, impressive uh, growth. Uh, they also were fairly new, and and I remember looking at the chart and think the the weekly and daily, and I and all I could think was, God damn, when is it's got to pull back sometime, right?
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like it can't just keep doing this forever. And then uh, uh, Adobe Incorporated hit the list on Friday. It had it had had a couple in a row earlier in the week and last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I messaged you about them as a pick em. Uh I think I think that chart looks like it's on a really solid long term bull run.
0: Yeah, I didn't do um, a pick them because I had too much going on this week. I just did an update. Yeah, that one that one scares me just to how fast it's risen. I think that one's due for a, a reversion at some point.
1: Right, right. They, they all have to yeah. pull back at some point. The question is, when it pulls back, where does it find support? Does it maintain the trend line? Does yep. it stay in above the moving averages? Uh, lots of stuff to look at. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a wave cycle. It goes in rhythms. It's, it can't go up all the time, always. It's going to have a pullback and then go up again and then go down again. Anyway. Uh, so not a whole lot going on in the momentum list. Uh, Adobe caught my eye and Sprout Social SPT, and uh, that uh, that's that's about it. Not All not, right, not a whole lot going on there. Crypto? No, I think I, let's let's get some crypto talk going on. Yeah. Look at the news. What do you see? The cult of cryptocurrency. I know you're greedy. I know you need you need that Bitcoin Eva NFT Cultural Cryptocurrency.
0: Not sure if this deserves its own song, but <laughs> I don't know what Hey, I have? got a
1: song, damn it. You're right, you're right.
0: I wanted to talk about the BAM model. Uh I know you joined the BAM investment mm-hmm. uh uh deal. I joined it, uh, he does give out free one-year subscriptions to any uh, anybody who's active duty or, or former military. So if, yeah. you, if you go to his site, and uh, I think there's under filing a ticket, it, it's got a tab for military. You just uh, upload your ID with it. It'll give you access for a year. But, yeah, with uh, with him predicting this huge crash coming up, and then I just saw an article on MSN, uh, I think it was this morning or uh, no, sorry. A few days ago, we're seeing like twelve, almost thirteen million dollars being pulled from Ethereum investment products last week. Ooh, a record yeah. high for Ethereum. The outflows were a record high after the uh, uh, during the Bitcoin's recent slide. Bitcoin outflows are showing signs of cooling. It says, but I um, know oh, it's not looking good for crypto right now. Damn.
1: I'm look I just uh, Bitcoin as we talk is
0: $35,787. Yeah. Ooh. Which it was at 40 earlier in the week. I think was the last I checked it. or almost 40?
1: Monday it was at 40,530.
0: So yeah, I think I'm going to keep a little bit of cash uh, on standby for and just watch and see how low this thing goes. Yeah. I'm not ready to get yeah, into you're it
1: gonna, yet. Well, you you going to buy a Bitcoin? <laughs>
0: Mister, um, Mr. If, Mr. It money get, if it gets below <laughs> 10k i might be able to <laughs> i don't know if i want to put that much in it though
1: yeah yeah uh i always liked ethereum more than bitcoin and i honestly last december i was like i want to buy a one ethereum coin it's like 700 dollars, and then like a month later when i could afford it it was like two thousand dollars like right. shit <laughs> <laughs> really missed the boat on that ethereum coin yeah, no shit <laughs> Uh, I, I guess Ethereum today as we talk is $2,233. Uh, should we move on? Is it time to slap iron, motherfucker?
0: I think so. All right, Kyle. What was your good? Starting the Trade Pro Academy this week, oh, man. I'm loving this thing. I wish I had started it earlier, but at least now I got the time to actually do it. And really pay attention to it. Now that I don't have another job to worry about.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and you can actually focus on it.
0: What was yours?
1: <laughs> My mine was uh, uh, getting getting through almost all the Trade Pro foundational course this week. I'm I'm two lessons away from finishing.
0: I would call your good finally understanding risk management.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that that that
0: I'll I'll that is I'll so good. That. Yeah. That yeah. is the biggest. Uh, that's the step I've been waiting for you to take.
1: Having it click and literally uh, uh like a movie, you could zoom in on my brain and like some neurons finally connected where right. uh, it it hit the realization of if if i'm not if i'm risk management properly there's never an emotional uh low mm-hmm. you know the, you know you're not you' you're, you're you're stepping out of the emotional cycle of trading right uh the euphoria the the depression euphoria depression uh you're stepping out and you're like you're saying yeah any one trade you're not going to move my emotions too much
0: mm-hmm oh that's a good point yeah yep
1: yeah. all right what what uh, do you have for bad
0: uh, trying to apply these lessons too soon, I'm thinking. I mean, even though I kept the yes. $10 amounts to being really tiny, but I really wanted to see it happen in action. And, uh, like, for me, like, I need to have a little bit in it in order to really mm-hmm. pay more attention to it. And I'm justifying it as the price of learning, but, I mean, do I need to do that? I don't know. I guess yeah. that's kind of debatable. <laughs> I mean, oh, it cost me 200 bucks, but I think I learned more than $200 worth, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. it. Yeah. I probably could have kept it a little smaller. It didn't have to be that much, even if I'm being honest with myself. <laughs> could have stuck yeah. with one call instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> what was your bad?
1: Oh, uh, switching uh, my American Airlines uh, options. To oh the yeah. Calls. Oh, second that's- guessing myself. Second yep. guessing my thesis. Uh, sloppy trading, emotionally trading on it. It was ba- it was bad.
0: Remember, yeah. uh, remember, some of those major options orders could be hedging. If somebody else was taking a large short position, they might have bought a bunch of calls to protect themselves.
1: I think that's exact. You're exactly right. Yeah. Uh huh. You are exactly right. Which should have
0: confirmed what you were trying to do.
1: (laughs) It did confirm what I was doing. Yeah. But not in your head.
0: But not in my head. I
1: didn't put it all together.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, And it was all on me. It was all on me. I'm,
0: I'm the one that. Sometimes you got to pay to learn.
1: I paid of that. You're paying tuition. Kyle, that was an, expen- <laughs> that was an expensive lesson.
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes they're more expensive than <laughs> others.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have bought the trade pro course for that lesson. Oh,
0: ouch! Oh. <laughs> <oof>. <laughs> that is painful. Anyway.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What was your ugly? Uh, that Fastly trade. That one was really oh. ugly. I saw the trend break yeah. and I still held it. And I don't know why I held it. I just like, oh, it's going to come back down. Then I'll sell it again. Then it kept going up. And then I kept going. The, I kept going the wrong way. I kept going down instead of up. Uh, I did better yeah. on the trade. I did immediately after that. But uh, man, I really got to figure this one out. Uh, I might just start mm-hmm. putting trailing stops on any options I put in for like if I'm farting around with day trading. Uh, th- there's a reason why the other two trades that I made uh, based on my research were swing trades and not day trades um i think i need to learn more and i get a lot more practice in before i start trying to fool around with day trading i think i've had a yes. lot better success doing swings where it's a couple days to a month
1: yes i i at the very least feel like i want to complete the uh the trade pro options course before i play around with any more Day day trades.
0: Uh, see, I learn better by doing, or a combination of reading and doing. I can learn from reading, I can learn from doing, but I learn better if I do them both together. So I kind of want to, kind of want to be able to apply it like this, and and not have it in the back of my head. I could have made money if I would have just put a little bit on it. Like that'll that'll fuck with right. my head a little bit and make me right. not learn the lesson as well as I should. Uh, that's probably a, a psychological fall. I should probably work out, but uh, I can at least keep it. to, You know, fifty bucks here or there. That's not going to hurt me. <laughs> Uh what was your ugly?
1: Oh, my ugly was becoming a gambler again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty ugly. <laughs> I put on my gambler hat. Uh after all we've been through and all I learned, you know, I fell right back into the pattern.
0: I mean, honestly, I was probably doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's easy to fall back into those old behaviors and habits and then and then uh and and I didn't learn at the beginning of the week when I got burned fucking gambling and mm-hmm. Friday hit. And I went right into that AMC casino and said, show me the options tables, boys. I'm here to buy.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's all on me. Yeah. It's all on me. I, I. But as ugly as it is, especially for the show, coming out and sharing it with everybody in the shop helps me avoid those behaviors in the in the future.
0: Yeah. You finally feeling a little shame?
1: <laughs> I'm not being a trade pro right now. I'm being <laughs> a fucking gambler. Right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not counting cards. I'm fucking rolling craps. Wait. God damn it. Go back to counting cards.
0: If I if this trade doesn't work out, how's it going to look like when I talk about it on the show? That's what. That's what drives our <laughs> thoughts now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Oh. oh.
1: All right. Time for a new bet.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. I get to go first kyle oh i was about to go yeah that's right you do
1: yeah i know we're breaking with tradition
0: make a new tradition
1: make a new ah tra- oh, damn it no don't curse me like that <laughs> obviously amc is the been the popular pick that's fueled our uh wins both of us now
0: yes um oh well, hey i had two. yeah well you know I had BlackBerry too. That's that right. one did quite well.
1: You you did you did really well that that week with BlackBerry. This is for sure. Uh, but I still find myself not wanting to bet AMC. I know their their weekly chart keeps ending higher every Friday, mm-hmm. but I find myself wanting to play a little bit. So I when I was looking at that Sprout so. Sh- when I was looking at SPT, that Sprout Social chart, yeah. and my gut kept saying, like, it can't go up forever. Look at this incredible, incredible run it's on. I would like to place a trailing sell to short SPT.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Uh, now, there's a chance if SPT goes up all week, then uh, my... You don't actually execute it? My dollars, My dollars stay the same. But uh, uh, I, don't, I don't want to just say I'm shorting it and, 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 uh, and take, take that risk. What I want to say is if they turn around, and let me pull up their chart right, I want to short it at 87.15. okay? That's where I want to short it uh, at 87.15 and it's at 890.9. So let's say uh, that we're going to do a trailing stop, the, the we'll just say two dollars. Mm-hmm. so if it if it comes back two dollars from its peak then that's when i short it
0: okay comes back two dollars from its peak all right
1: otherwise if it if it opens monday and it goes down and hits 87, mm-hmm. 87. 15, i'm shorting it at eighty seven all right uh but if it goes if it yeah if it goes up um i'm doing a two dollar trail okay <coughs> spt i know sounds a little a little, little crazy but uh i wanted to i want to try something crazy
0: i like it i think it's something different are you keeping another tr- uh another stop loss on it after it executes? Like a normal 15%? Or are you just going to run it?
1: Uh I won't I won't run it. Oh yeah. Well, if I was risk managing it,
0: <laughs> I would
1: say uh what's what am I at 70?
0: <laughs> what's 2% of uh, 700? Se- <laughs> yeah, 775.
1: Uh 10- 1% is 77. No, we're not so doing that. No, <laughs> Seven dollars, fifteen dollars. No, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take the fifteen percent. If it uh, if it goes up fifteen percent from where I shorted it, I will. Uh, I'll buy it back.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: What we got for us, Kyle?
0: Well, I was initially looking at Palantir, mm-hmm. but um, I still want to see how that twenty five support holds up before I make any uh, decisions on that one. So uh, I think I'm just going to go with shorting Norwegian Cruise Line.
1: Oh, we're both going short.
0: Yeah. yep. That's we a China
1: are. shop first.
0: Right? So my short, though, I've been watching it follow this channel. I think if it breaks above 32, then I'm just going to get out. Actually, it okay. might even be a little lower than that. Let me flip to the 15-minute uh, chart here. Uh, actually, 31, if it breaks above 3180, then I'll buy it back. But I'll just short it wherever it's at. Okay, and then yeah. So either if it goes above thirty one eighty, then I'll close out. Uh, and then if uh, let's see, a ten percent stop loss. Uh, if uh, that becomes more restrictive, then I'll use that. So like if it drops to like twenty five, then then it just goes to a ten percent. You know what I mean? Works for me. All right, and we need a random. We need a random.
1: In the spirit of. Me and you both shorting. I think the random should short whatever uh, it, it it picks.
0: You think? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Well, the random has picked yeah. Merck. M e r c k.
1: M e r c k. A five five letters.
0: Well, that's the name of the company. M e r c k.
1: And the stock ticker is M e r.
0: I don't know what the ticker is. I'm trying to find it. Uh, M R K. Yeah. M R K.
1: M R K. Oh. Yep. And say that's that's on the Swiss Exchange, Kyle. That's really weird. Okay. Oh, great.
0: Yeah, he's right in this spot to be shortened. That's a good one for him. Okay. Glad you glad you that, chose that. That, that. It?
1: <laughs> that is good. God damn it. Oh yeah, the the daily it's it's on a it's on a new high, but we just had a fucking bearish oh, Rami candle pattern.
0: Huge bearish pat. Yeah. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Well. Well done, random.
0: Yeah. Touche. If,
1: if random takes its $450 and, and passes us with a Merc short, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit.
0: I don't think that's going to happen.
1: No, no, no.
0: No, we're fine. We're fine. All
1: right, folks. Thanks for sticking around. I know these episodes are getting really bloated. I try and edit them down. <laughs> yeah, we'll see are. what we get this hour and 40 minutes down to. Yeah, we're just so glad you made it. Uh, you know, Next week, we'll have the thrilling conclusion to that bet. It, uh, as always, let us know how much you like us by reaching out to us. Rate, subscribe on your platform of choice. Or
0: how much you hate us.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell us how much you hate us. Uh, yeah, send us a message. Give us a phone call. Either
0: one. Either one's good.
1: Come on. We, we, love, we, love, we just love you guys. Uh, so, so much fun here in the shop and on the Discord. We are shutting down for the day. Closing shop. Kicking everybody out. Rolling down the metal shutters so we don't get any vandals. To, only we can smash China here.
0: Doing it again, Dan.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Till next time, happy trade.
0: Bye, folks.
1: <laughs> Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.